Financial Cash Talks with Jackie Stewart. Financial Cash Talks podcast will deal with the issues that affect you, breaking down the barriers that prevent us all from discussing social, cultural or religious issues. With interviews from those with real life stories and how they overcame their financial situations, as well as professionals to guide you if your goal is to better manage your finances. So let's get talking with Financial Cash Talks. So hello everyone and welcome to my very first podcast, Financial Cash Talks. As you can probably hear in my voice, I'm absolutely excited to be doing this. It's something I've thought about doing and I'm just glad that the day has actually come when I've actually got it ready. So a little bit about myself. My name, name, sorry, my name is Jackie Stewart. I'm the owner of Financial Training. It's a company I started almost seven years ago to help people to better manage their money. Um, My background is an accountant and I do still work with businesses doing that, but I also work with individuals and I do that lots of different ways. So that's enough about me because this podcast is definitely not about me. This podcast is more about you guys and us as a community and how we talk about money, if we even do talk about money. So Do you talk about money? Who do you talk about money to? Or is it still that taboo subject? I mean, me growing up in a Caribbean household, we never spoke about finances. We hardly had any finances and I never knew how to handle money at all. Good thing with me was I decided to choose a career as an accountant, (laughs) which is almost... um, Hilarious. I always knew from a very young age, before I actually knew what accountancy was, I knew I wanted to work in an office. And the only thing I could relate it to was a librarian. So I used to love, well, I still do, love reading books. So I'd go to the library a lot. And when the librarian took my book and stamped it, and if I had more than one book, she'd stamp it really quickly. For some reason, that that stuck with me and I had visions of working in a library and stamping books or just doing something with papers. So I used to come home and pretend I was a librarian and stamp bits of papers and just move it quickly across. I also remember as a young child being given a typewriter, a pretend one, not a real one. And yes, I'm old enough to know the ones with the ribbon where we use Tipex and it used to make the ping at the end of the sentence when you wanted to go onto a new line. Yes, I am coming from that Um, era. So I remember getting a pretend typewriter and absolutely loving it. So I knew whatever I was going to do basically was going to be office based. It wasn't going to be creative in the arts or anything like that. It was going to be something office based. So as I went through school and started to enjoy maths, started to be to enjoy putting things in boxes as far as maths is concerned. Um, and then I think it was at college, I what the subject I was studying, which was a general business course, had a whole subject area on accountancy, and I absolutely fell in love with it. I know you think all accountants are boring, but that's not true. <laughs> we definitely are not all boring. Some of us do have a personality, and yes, we do laugh as well. So anyway, back to... Um, my first introduction with money, I became an accountant, worked in the city for many, many years, gosh, for at least 30 years, um, working for other businesses as their accountant. So I learned very early on how to manage other people's money, not my own, 
until I realized uh, the strategy that you're using, Jackie, to manage other people's money is the same strategy you can use for your own personal finances. So it's just a couple of zeros that are different. I mean, you know, they had a lot more zeros than I had in my bank account. But you get my idea. The principle is pretty much the same. So that's how I started to look at managing my money. Then I realized that people weren't talking about this. And if you mentioned it to people or you or you started to talk to people, have conversations about money, people don't like to tell you their business. OK, especially culturally. So I could never... T- Actually, that's not quite true. I was going to say, I could never tell you how much my mum ever earned um, her salary. But I do remember one, at one stage her getting a new job. Now, my mum had about three jobs at one at one stage, yeah. But I remember her getting a new job and being really excited. And I think I saw the letter. I can't tell you how much it was because I really don't remember. But um, I saw the letter and I think that might have been the first time. But it still made, it meant nothing to me. I, I didn't know how much anybody else earned. So whether it said that she earned £1 an hour or £100 an hour, it would have made no difference to me because I had no idea or concept of what that would mean. So money was never discussed in my home apart from, and this is my Jamaican accent, guys, this is my background, so I have to say it with the accent, minav no money. That's probably what I heard the most. And to be fair, you know, it was a struggle for my mum. She was a single parent and had to manage a really massive house and all the bills and all, all the rest that comes with it. But I remember the old meters. So she'd save up her 50 pence pieces and we'd put it in the meter So when the gas or electricity bill came, she would open the meter and have the money to pay the bills. I also remember there were times, though, when there wasn't enough money to pay another bill. So she would have to open that meter and use that money. So it was a struggle. So, you know, it was I didn't have a very good um, outlook on money. I didn't have you could say a relationship with money. I didn't know anything about money, didn't get pocket money or anything like that. And and so I started um, working part time for myself. So I'm just giving you my background of of all my money issues um, and the different things that we're going to be talking up coming up in this series of podcasts. So for me, it wasn't a good thing, but until I started working as an accountant, as I said, and now moving forward, and you'll hear about different parts of my life and my story throughout this series, but I'm not going to tell you all of it now and bore you with it all now. But just to give you some background as to why I wanted to start this, I realised that there was a lack, especially within my community, with A, talking about money, and B, how we even manage money. You know, society right now is fast. Everybody wants something and they want it now. There's nothing about savings. Who actually teaches us these things? It's not taught in school, although they're trying. Some schools are trying to do better. And there's a lot of people now getting on board. Lots of places you can go. But before we even deal with that, I think we need to deal with mindset. What stops people from talking about it? If you talk to my sons, and maybe I'll get them on one of the podcasts one day. I'll see if they'll be up for it. Um, they can tell you how I raise them differently. I talk about money all the time, even just with my 12 year old the other day, we were going through the bills and he was trying to understand the concept of how much we earn as to how much we have to pay out. Um, And I remember with my eldest, when he got his first part time job that I got the spreadsheet out and he learned how to do his budget and still does it to this day. How many years later? 10 years, not quite 10 years. Sorry, Ash. How many years later? So, yeah. So this podcast is to do all those things. So we're going to break down these barriers. We're going to talk to lots of different people. I've met lots of people on my way, professional people who can talk to you about pensions, for example, 
managing savings, accountants, whatever, but not just the professionals. This is about real life stories as well. So I've met people who have overcome their fear of money or overcome bad debts, for example, got themselves out of sticky situations. And I think it's just really good and useful for you guys to know how they did that. How were they able to do that? If you're running a business, it's the same principle. It's really huge. As I said, I come across lots of clients, clients who've been running businesses for multiple years and didn't even know what a profit looks like. They're just doing it, working themselves to the bone, but not working smartly and definitely not keeping an eye on their finances. So this is what we're going to talk about in these series of podcasts. And also I'd say to you, if you have a story, if you have something that you've overcome or something that you worked on and it really worked out, for you regarding your finances then get in touch with me get in touch with us at admin at financialtraining.co.uk and let us know because maybe we can do an interview or feature you or quote from you or whatever on this podcast so i'm not going to keep you long today that's giving you an introduction of what we're going to be looking at and talking about but there's just four little areas that i want to talk about or something i just want to leave you with um today and the first one is mindset second one is fear the third one is trust and the fourth one is work so i'm just going to talk very shortly about each area just to leave you with something and then tell you what's coming up on the next podcast so just looking at mindset and that seems to be a really big barrier with some people and it is an area i want to explore some more and i do have some family family members actually who are psychologists So maybe I can do a podcast um, with them so we can discover that. But just something I read in Psychology Today in one of their articles was it says the basics of financial health aren't complicated and we are all capable of mastering them. That's the first thing to know. You're capable of mastering it. So no matter who we are or our level of wealth, whether we have a lot or a little, when we identify our financial flashpoint experiences, challenge our distorted many beliefs this is what we're going to be doing on here challenging them and practice healthy financial behaviors so what does that look like maintain a reasonable and low debt have an active savings plan as well as following a spending plan we don't just become materially richer but we become emotionally wealthier as well so that's really interesting that's on mindset The second one is fear. Fear, so you can look at that as false evidence appearing real. I say feel the fear and do it anyway. Oh my goodness, if you're to look back over your life, me definitely, the amount of times I was fearful of something, came out of my comfort zone and did it anyway. It's just such a better um, way to look at fear or dealing with fear. So however you deal with numbers or money, you know, the one thing you have to realise is you're going to come into contact with, with it every day. You cannot escape dealing with money. You buy things every day. You pay your bills every day. So you're constantly making financial transactions. So you have to deal with it. And then the third one is trust. You know, it's hard to trust people. I know that. That's me. Trust is a big thing. You don't want to trust people with your business. You don't want to tell people your money business because you don't know who they're going to tell. That might be because you've been hurt before in the past or you're just afraid of judgment, people judging you. Unfortunately, whether we say anything or not, people judge us all the time. 
so yeah, trust is a big one. It is a hard, is a hard one. I tend to look at it as this. What's the worst thing that can happen? If I can deal with the worst thing that can happen, then it means I can trust and do what I need to do. But find somebody, find somebody that you can trust, an accountability partner, whatever it is, but you've just got to break down these barriers if you want to be successful and wealthy. Notice I didn't say rich, but wealthy. And then the final one is work. Yes, work. Boy, some of us are so lazy. We need to work. Whatever floats your boat, however you want to do it, but you can't escape dealing with money. You can't escape dealing with it. So why not learn to be good at it? At least talk about it. If we can talk about it, that's a step in the right direction. Then you can find lots of people who are teaching you how to better manage it. Lots of people out there that are doing this now. Find somebody that you trust. Find somebody that you can relate to. But you're going to have to work at it. If you want to be good at something, you need to work at it. Knowledge is key. Well, knowledge with work. No point having the knowledge and you don't work at it. So knowledge with work is power. Okay. Thank you, guys. So coming up on the next one, I'm going to have my siblings with me. So we have never spoken about cash together as a family we have individually because they know what I do so yes they do ask me questions and so forth but I thought it was interesting to get them in here so guys thank you very much for listening to my very first podcast I hope you will share it like I said I'm open to subjects you want to talk about just get in contact with me my main thing here is for us to just get talking this is for you guys let me know what you want to talk about and let's just do it and the good thing is You're sitting wherever you are. No one can hear your views or your opinions or anything. But yes, send me a text, send me an email, whatever. Contact us and let's get talking about cash. So remember everyone, Financial Cash Talks is all about us as a community and how we handle cash. That's communities acquiring the skills to handle money.